Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empower to Grow podcast. This is your host, Hanan Al-Basha. Today, I am joined by the very lovely and very energetic, because I could feel it right away, Dr. Gayla Gorman, <laughs> um, who is an acupuncturist, a naturopath, and an author. Dr. Gayla, thank you for joining us today. Hanan, thanks so much for having me. I really am looking forward to our discussion here today. Thank you. Well, I know that, you know, it's all about energy and I can feel the energy you're emitting and I know you're all about supporting women, but let's start at where kind of the, the obvious stop is or our starting point, not the stop, um, okay. empowered to grow. And that's the name of the podcast. And I would love to know what that means to you as a phrase and how did it resonate with you? So, um, in order for us to grow, we need energy, right? We, um, if we're operating on fumes and just barely dragging ourselves out of bed in the morning, then there's not much left to maintain what we've created, much less grow. So um, learning to free up some resources, figure out ways that we can recharge our um, energy, our um, internal fuel tank is the way yes. I refer to it. Yes. That's going to give you what you need to be able to grow from to um, to provide you that um, launching off point, basically. So um, so it resonated with me. I um, love to talk to women who are really wanting to get out in the world and make their you know, stamp on things, leave a legacy of some sort. And, um, and women who are doing that tend to be stretched too thin. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and then it doesn't leave a whole lot of extra resources. And we know that uh, we've got to find the resources from somewhere. And so what tends to happen is we just deplete the tank further and further and further and further until something's got to give. Yeah. And that tends to be some sort of disease. And I want women to avoid that. <laughs> we don't uh-huh. ever want to get there. So yeah. we've got to Been there, done the that. Not yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> we want to recognize the signs and reverse yeah. course early enough where, um, where it's just like, whew, like, you know, avoided that one and um, learned my lesson. So I love that. So from where you're standing today, you're not only empowered to grow yourself, but you also empower others to grow. So can you share a bit more about your story and how you got to where you are today? So I am a CPA in my former life. Um, I'm assuming that wow, you okay. know what that is. <laughs> I'm a certified public accountant. Yeah. So um, uh, it's a long story. I got my first job in an accounting firm 
just a few days after I turned 16. So by the time I was in my mid thirties, I had 20 years in and I was like done. <laughs> um, but in the last like 10 years or so of my career, I had started consulting to medical practices hmm. and I was already interested in alternative kind of thought um, world and, and applying that to health. But as I consulted to these medical practices, more from their practice management kind of back end, yeah. I saw healthcare from the other side, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I realized over time that that was not the way <laughs> we should be approaching it. And so, um, long story short, I ended up selling my accounting practice because it just felt so incongruent with what I knew I needed to, um, get out there in the world yeah. and, um, and eventually ended up where I am today. But um, I have a lot of cancer in my family, particularly on my mother's side, and um, lost my mom and my sister to cancer. And my sister was a couple of years younger than me. So, you know, in my opinion, that's just absolutely ridiculous and so unacceptable. Yeah. And, um, and so that... I had been working on this book. My book title is What's Your Kryptonite? Manage the Toxic Stressors Threatening Your Superwoman Status. And um, I had been working on the book, just the general concepts for several years. But when my sister passed away, I knew that I had to get the information out there. It just, mm -hmm. um, I had been dilly-dallying around it for too yeah. long. So um so yeah, I don't want anybody, but particularly, you know, women, I have a, a special place in my heart for women um, to allow dis-ease to escalate to disease because we have not been willing to recognize the warning signs and reverse course before it's too late. So that's how I ended up talking to you and your audience today. <laughs> and I love that because, you know, when I was researching what you do and everything, and I was like, yep, yep. I, I knew we were in alignment in the line of yeah. thought for me was the other way around. It was going through on, on the other end. I was going through all of this. I was deprioritizing my health. I was the one sitting across from the doctor who was telling me I need to hospitalize you now to figure out what's wrong with you because every symptom was there. I'm like, I can't even afford the time out of my life to be hospitalized. You know, I've got my son, my husband, my work, my, my studies. Um, and I understood what it means to literally build yourself back up, build your health back up and, and prioritize, move yourself up the priority list because Again, you know, the the very corny analogy, but very true of put your max oxygen mask on first because I was collapsing. I was literally just yeah. collapsing. And, and that's not a great place to be. And that's why for me as well, um, I love to support women who, well, I, I do business, 
But uh, even as a business, I went out to get my health coaching certification because I wanted to heal me and I wanted to take care of me. And now I say, I can't support you in business if I'm not supporting you in a thriving life alongside just looking at your life and looking at everything that needs to you need to take care of and you need to go out and uh, find the specialist if needed just to be able to support yourself as you are building your business, as you're taking care of yourself, as you're building up your family or supporting your family. So that's why I said I'm very excited about the discussion today because there's like there are a lot of alignment in, in the topics. Yeah. Sounds okay. like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. And I love how you shifted. And I think the second part, our uncharted discussion is really going to be about the shift of finding yourself and prioritizing your health. Um, but for now, if from where you stand today, and you said you started career at 16. So from where you stand today, what advice would you go back and impart on your 19 year old self? So at 19, I was already burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. I, um, I was taking college courses when I was still in high school. I was going to high school. I was just this close to being valedictorian. I, I can't even remember which class I didn't get an A in, but I, I was a great student. I didn't have to study much. So I was working from, you know, the time I was honestly almost 15. I, before I got this job when I was um, a few days after I was 16, but I was working, I was performing well in school I was taking, you know, extracurricular, just trying to get further faster. And, um, and so what I would tell my 19 year old self is to slow down and to take more time contemplating what's really important and what mm. you really want out of life. Um, when we're young, it's one of two things. Either we think we've got it all figured out. And so yeah. we're like I was that, you know, <laughs> you're just on overdrive from um, the time you're, you know, a teenager. Yeah. Or you're on the opposite end of the spectrum and you have no idea what you want to do. And you're just sort of like, you know, flailing around and you, um, you know, day in and day out, don't do anything that's really going to move the needle for you. And so, you know, what I have found in over the years is the value in just the quiet time. Hmm. And that's really challenging for a lot of people. Sure. Um, I was just, I, I have a morning practice um, that involves meditation and, um, just some real, um, intentional self-care. Yes. Um, but one of the things I do often is journal. And, yeah. um, this morning I was feeling a little pressed. I had interviews today and a lot of things going on. And I thought, well, I'll just like prioritize something else. And I yeah. thought, no, the journaling time is the most important time of my day. Mm -hmm. And um, I sat there 
and journaled for, you know, 20, 30 minutes this morning. And when I got done, I looked at what I had produced and I was like, I could not have created that much insight, value, um, progress in two months of um, sitting at my desk, pounding away on the computer, like grinding away, forcing myself to get it done and be productive. Um, You know, so 20 minutes saved me months of um, spinning around. And so, you know, I know for kids, that would certainly be a challenge. Although, you know, teaching kids to journal and, you know, you might call it keeping a diary. diary kid, I, yeah, right? we, I had a diary yeah. growing up. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, encouraging them to capture their thoughts and, you know, and what they love and, you know, maybe giving them a little bit of, um, I want to call it instruction mm-hmm. of like how to yeah. make that time a little more productive, right? Yeah. Um, but Anyway, that would that would be the advice I would have for my teenage self and certainly myself who was, you know, um, already um, overachieving candle over overburning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OK, so from from the other end of the spectrum, your 90, 90 old self. Oh, if, nine. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. If if she were if she had a time capsule and she can send you a thank you note today, what would you like her to thank you for? Wow, I would love to have my ninety year old self thank me for um, making energy production the most important um, thing that I focus on. I was I- actually. Um, I was actually writing about this this morning. Um, I've um, it's it's always a challenge to figure out how to really motivate someone to not just hear it and in one ear and out the other. And mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how I would make these changes. So I'm just going to stick my head in the sand and hope for the best. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the analogy I came up with this morning is the, um, the thought of an antique car. Okay. okay. So think of your 90 year old self as an antique car, right? Mm-hmm. When I see an antique car, you know, there's a moment of, appreciation because you know especially when something's been so well preserved yeah it's like wow like you know what it's taken right so so the my next thought is wow the TLC tender loving care that has went into that preserving that vintage vehicle uh this many years I really um acknowledge what it took to do that yeah. so so my 90 year old self appreciates the TLC that it took to get me not just to 90 
you know, hobbling around counting the days until I'm done, but living a vibrant, active, um, full life at 90. Right. I absolutely love that. And as you said, I mean, immediately my first thought, and I'm not a car expert. I just immediately, when I see a vintage car, I'm like, wow, they've taken care of it. You know, this, this has taken a lot of effort to get to that point. I love that. I'm going to stick onto that thought in show myself that kind of TLC to get to the vintage, (laughs) to get to the vintage status. Well, I love that. Okay. It was a great, it was a great visual I created for myself this morning. And it's so easy to see. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know, for me, Helen Mirren, I look at her, I'm like, yeah, I love this yeah lady. she's so beautiful, right? She's just glows, beautiful. right? She's an amazing exactly. You know, twinkle in her eye and she just yeah. glows, um, seems to have a spring in her step still. Exactly. And um that. So yeah, okay. Now I'm gonna put these together and I'm gonna have that mental thought yeah. <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. So we're, our- we're not trying to we're not trying to avoid the wrinkles no. we need to embrace the no. wrinkles they're gonna yes. happen but there's just a a glow that, that we can maintain yeah because we've been conditioned as well that as we grow aging gracefully is not really an option or the other side of the spectrum is showing that aging means that this is where high maintenance comes in and not by taking care of yourself not the tlc but the the injections and the botox and stuff that, that just yeah. you develop into a version of you exactly that's just doesn't look like you and doesn't have that spirit and I think that's the point is is finding is aging gracefully for me for me means exactly what you said is not being frail and counting the days down is living spirit wise and and body wise and everything and embodying the life the full life that you've lived and, and, you know, kind of still working on your legacy. I hope my, my aspiration is to still work on my legacy until the day I'm done. Yeah. And whether, you know, whatever, whatever that is, I don't know, but okay. So I love this from then as a last question, let's look at it from the wrap up. You're on a stage and you're talking to tens of thousands of women. And the topic is about being empowered to grow. So what would be that last message you leave them with? So I want women in particular, not I want us all to um, step into this, but women in particular to become their own PCP. So in the medical world, a PCP is your primary care practitioner. Yeah. And I realize that we're not all um, schooled and skilled in medicine, but we know ourselves best. And so we need to become our own primary care person. And I want you to step into that role and to um, own your power, own your your role in, um, in your health and well-being, And, um, and you can't, you know, you can even the best of the best in whatever field there is and, you know, looks to the advice of a good coach. Um, you want help seeing your blind spots, you know, things you wouldn't normally notice baby, maybe, or recognize, so this isn't about going it alone, mm-hmm. but this is about understanding that 
you know, when I hire a coach, yes, that doesn't mean I don't have to do anything. No. And that coach is going to be able to practice for me or, or whatever. Right. <laughs> I've still got to like do the work. So, yes. um, so that's the advocate for yourself as well. Yeah. So that, that would be the, the message. Um, really my message to thousands, whether I'm on stage or here with you. So I love that. Be your own PCP. Yes, that's true. Dr. Gayla, thank you so much. I love this. And um, where can, we're going to be putting all the links anyway in the show notes, but I'd love for you to mention them as well. Where can our viewers and listeners find you in virtual space? Um, Easiest to go to my website, drgayla.com. That's just D-R-G-A-L-A.com. You can find links to my social channels so that you can find my um, whatever I'm uh, thinking at Every the, in the moment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> on, on whatever social channel you're most active on. Um, I also publish a newsletter every week on Sundays called Wellness Weekly. And there is a form at the bottom of the homepage where you can subscribe to the Wellness Weekly newsletter. And I often share things that I can't really share on publicly, socially, um, cause they need to be filtered a bit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you get a little more of the behind the scenes insight when you, um, subscribe to my newsletter. I love that. Dr. Gayla, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your energy. And, um, thanks so much for having me, um, and allowing me to uh, get the message out. Thank you. And, uh, I can't wait to, to continue with the uncharted discussion, but, um, until then, I hope that you will be your own advocate. You will be your own PCP, uh, primary care practitioner, right? Primary care practitioner. Primary care person. Because I realize they're not a practitioner. (laughs) Yes, you can be a practitioner, but primary care person. And um, you will put in the effort to make sure that you are prioritizing your health and your wellness at every point in your life. So until next time, I wish you love, abundance, and prosperity. I'll see you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananubasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.